This is professional radio, gentlemen. That's front wheel drive. Sorry, have you got anyone you want to thank? Just myself. And now we do the after hours. Da, da, da. <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, what would you go for? ACSN there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and because it's not a supercar. It is. It's not. Automotive perfection comes in the form of two letters, A and U. Long live my LTD. Welcome to Car Talk. It's Tuesday night here in 2022, ladies and gentlemen. It is, uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. First first episode for the, for the year, really. Uh, it's me, Matty J, joined by Edward Bunting. Well, sorry, Dr. Edward Bunting. I've got to get these right. I've, I've got to, I should have a running sheet of who's, you know, everybody's name is Dr. Edward Bunting, uh, Rizzy Ross actor, and, uh, and the one and only Thomas the Tank, David Prince. Scotty <laughs> <laughs> has a lot to answer for, hasn't he? <laughs> So, how are you, gentlemen? Happy New Year to you all. Thank you. Yeah, good, good. Quiet New Year. I think a lot of people had a quiet New Year this year. I definitely did. I didn't go anywhere due to, uh, obviously, uh, uh, as I mentioned. Isolations. Yes, isolations. (laughs) um, Close close contactations. um, Close contactations. And uh, I was like, you know what? If I get anybody else sick... Yeah, I feel really bad. So I just stayed home. And I had like two parties to go to. I had I had my dressed up, you know, for like uh, I had um we, we got costumes for this was like a nineties party. So oh. like I had I had some really cool um so who were you going as, Maddie? Oh, I was just going as like a uh like like a edgy teenager with like you know like a like a a, a cap, but we you know, without the top, it's just like the nice. Uh, I uh cap without a top, isn't that a visor? Visor, yeah, visor, yeah. and big, big long socks, and 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 you know, uh, long like three quarter length jeans, and and a big nice, oversized nice. t shirt, and uh, Steph was going as a um for the, for the full leopard print gear, you know, because that's Woo! what that's what you do in the uh, in the nineties. So yeah, she she had a fun time at Savers. Uh, <laughs> give them a quick plug. Um, but yeah, we didn't get to use it, so we just uh, we just dressed up for it and stayed at home. Um, so, so that was pretty much as what you used to do in your privacy of your own home as your own business, man. <laughs> uh, what about you guys? Happy New Year. Uh, what did you guys get up to over the New Year break? I sat on a hill for New Year's with my mate. What were you waiting for, our mate? Were you waiting for a mate there? Waiting for a mate. What if we're a mate? I was sat it? there with a mate and we looked at the city and we saw the bats flying, and there are a few other people on the hill near his house, but it was basically. Outside, away from people, fine. Sounds nice. Sounds nice and nice and romantic, Edward. It actually was romantic. If there was the slightest amount of romantic interest between us, that might have been something. (laughs) Well, I mean, at least you had legal fireworks. We had illegal fireworks going crazy around us, and uh, (laughs) yeah, um, the the new doggo wasn't wasn't super impressed. So we had to we had to put up loud music and kind of just just you know make sure he was okay. And little doggy headphones. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What uh, music did you play for him? Was it nineties rap or something? No, it was just what was ever was on. So we just turned the TV up a bit louder and it was like, yeah, it was, it was going ham. But but yeah, it was yeah, it was good. What about you, Rizzy Ross? What'd you get up to? Mean man, not a lot. I um, went down to a quiet street around the corner, saw the nine thirty fireworks in Danny Nong from out here. Yep. It's only about three or four kilometers away, so you could see the fireworks. And um, then 
that was with my sister and then brought her back. And then at 11.30, she had this, um, um, her New Year's Eve wish was to go and get Maccas. So I drove her there. <laughs> so we went through the drive-thru. That's an easy goal to make. A happen. lovely attainable goal. That's, that's exactly right. So, you know, in D-Town, that's, that's what happened. And then that was, about, that was about it. That's the extent of it. And I'm glad it, there was no other partying. As I shared a link earlier after hearing what Matty J, the main man, was potentially going to get up to on New Year's Eve, it's running in the 90s. <laughs> uh, initially, it's it, it's it's Max Cobry. <laughs> That's what was going to happen. So didn't didn't run in the nineties like the main man, and didn't do a lot else. No, that, that is the ultimate. The, the I've ultimate. Been, I've been running in the nineties, but I'll save that till car updates. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, New Year's resolutions, John. I oh, sorry, David, David Prince. What did you get up to on your on your New Year's? Uh, oh gosh. <clears throat> I did stay up till midnight and I texted my kids and they went to bed. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a couple of, there was something decent on the TV, actually, like some sort of concert or something I watched. Oh, there was a good concert from Sydney Harbour, actually. Okay. With oh, some yeah. good Aussie, yeah. uh, Aussie performance. Sorry? It was, it was Anthony Kalia in it. Didn't see him. No, no, no. That was there. Um, Kate Zabrano. Barnsley was there. Ah, uh, good old Barnsley. Barnsley, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Missy Higgins. Um, oh, yeah, Missy. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. Casey Donovan. She can build out a tune or three. Yeah, Casey. She yeah. can. They've wheeled out all the big hits for New Year's, haven't they? <laughs> I was going to say, was, was Banger Boys there? <laughs> yeah. No Patsy Bisco? Patsy. <laughs> Julie Anthony. Yeah, where are they now? <laughs> no warning. No warning. <laughs> Bring out warning. Where is she? Uh, no, that's 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 very 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 good, gentlemen. Good, good to see you guys had a had a good New Year's, and hopefully this year's better. You know, fingers crossed that we get to get to live our lives a bit more. Um, I mean, we we hold the record here in Melbourne for the most lockdown place on earth. So. Uh, like during this pandemic, I suppose. So you know, hopefully this year we can we can get through it. But New Year's resolutions, boys. Before we get into the show, New Year's resolution. What 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 are we what are we going to do this year? I saw a great one on Instagram. I think it was um, just step quietly into the new year. Don't touch anything. Don't don't make it. <laughs> don't make too much noise. Just you know, just slide in gently. Yes. So yes. Good advice. Good advice. Just don't rock any any little boats. So. No. Uh, I want to lose five kilo. Does that? Yeah, look all right. Is, that's attainable. No Maccas though. That deletes the other one you had. <laughs> I, I'm a bit of a chocoholic, so I said to myself, oh, I want to cut down on chocolate. But during the start of this show, this is what's happened. Oh, man. Um, oh, dear. So, fat, 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 fat. Yeah, so n- not good because I, I, I do love my chocolate. Like that is that is my kryptonite. So I, I, I gotta, I gotta take it easy. But, uh, but yeah, let's. Uh, buy more cars. That's probably an attainable one for us all. It is. It is. And yep. uh, I want to talk to you about a car that you've you sent on on uh, a bit later after the show. Oh, okay. Uh, with uh, thirty thousand kilometers on it. So. Oh. oh yes. Si. Hmm. We'll have a chat after the show. Okay, you're on, Scott. Gentlemen, it is the first car updates of 2022. I was about to say 21 there for, for a second. I have, to, I have to remember what year we're in. Let's go around the screens. Uh, Edward Bunting, seeing as you were excited earlier, you can start us off. Well, like uh, Rizzy said, running in the 90s, I've been running in the 90s around in the 1990 TP Magna G3. 
GLX sedan manual, mm. which I believe David mentioned a few weeks ago he that did. I had purchased. Um, David's got this terrible habit of sending things around in some group chats sometimes, and <laughs> I'm like, Magna TP, oh yeah, seventy-two thousand k's from you. Oh, sounds, you know, I like a bit of that. So I was forced to go and look at it, and then I was forced to buy it because the man from the place where I bought it came out and said, "Oh, if you know, yeah, if you're interested, in the Magna makes an offer. We're going to wreck it this afternoon. It's going out in the yard to get wrecked." And I was like, "You know, that's like a, that's like a pet lover being at the RSPCA looking that's at right. kitten, and they say." Yeah, we're, we're euthanizing the kitten this afternoon, you know. Exactly, exactly. Very good comparison. And it's going, <laughs> and you're like, what, are you going to send it to its death? You can't the Magna was sitting there with its timing chain rattling, just begging it to be sent. <laughs> <David. laughs> anyway. It wasn't, it, it wasn't, but it, it will. It will. And, oh, and it will. Well, with any use. Get another 100,000 Ks. Yeah, yeah and, and it'll, it'll yeah. puff blue smoke in about. Oh, but that's all right. You know, you could you could nurse that along that engine and change the oil regularly. It would always be nice. Anyway, so I bought the Magna, brought it home. I've replaced the little indicator lens on the front left and uh, replaced a little trim on the rear left tail light. I have polished the entire thing with my new, you know, mirror neural buffer thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I also, what else did I do? There was something else I did on it. Oh, I changed the oil and filter on it because I just. The service sticker was kind of in mileage, but I'm not sure what date it was done. So I thought, well, best to best to just do that. So I did that. Uh, mm -hmm. And it really, it drives beautifully, that car. The only issue is the front struts are clunky in the top mount. So mm -hmm. I think it needs new front struts. And yeah, I'll depending on, I'll, I'll probably, I'll, I definitely will unsell it. But um, I did advertise it a couple of days ago. If I can... Get if I've still got it when my roadworthy guy is back, then I'll probably get him to do the front struts and get it, get a roadworthy on it, you know, and that would just make it a bit more sellable. But look, if someone wants it before then without doing that, well, that's okay too. So, yeah, running around the 90s, original stereo, two original keys, original oh. service book. Maddie had a drive of it, I did. I did. Um, I uh, look, it was, it's actually not a bad car to drive, uh, no, quite. No, it's remarkably quiet and refined and i i was as i drove out of the uh the place i bought it down dandenong road i thought these were really very easy cars to live with and i couldn't even hear the engine you know walking along at 60 70 80 it was very very refined yeah they were magnificent magnificent, <laughs> magnificent. i mean they won wheels car of the year in 85 when they first launched mm. and and that says something i mean Just... then it so did the Camaro <laughs> and the P seventy six. P seventy six. So maybe it doesn't say anything. But no, the, what what's important is that the the Magna you've got is actually five years post winning Wheels Car of the Year, which yeah. is when they'd sorted out all the bugs and all the, yeah. the problems, and and they were so used to putting them together that they they were a really good car. Same with the Camaro. By the end of the run of the Camaro, the JE two liter, they were a good car. <coughs> so. Um, I've, been, uh, I've been running around in that. I've been driving a lot of my other cars, the, the Honda City. Ah, there's another little update. So I was about to put a, a clutch in the Honda City because it was Honda getting... Honda City this. Honda City this. It was getting hey. very hard to um, engage first and reverse. And the pickup was very high in the clutch, which it always had been a bit high since I've had it. And I said to Rowan, uh, who's sitting nearby, and uh, our mate David in the Honda Club, another David, I was talking to him about it. 
And um, I said, oh, I think it needs a clutch. It needs a clutch. And I was kind of dreading having to, you know, I thought I'd tackle it myself. You know, it's not that hard. But other David from Honda Club said, no, oh, he's owned a lot of cities. He said, let me just come around and have a look at the adjustment. So he came around. There's a, under the bonnet, there's a little winding, um, you know, hand winder that takes up the slack in the clutch. And you would think that by having it wound all the way down to the bottom, if that takes up the most amount of slack, that's as good as it's going to get. But he came around and he said, no, you're back. they're actually on a spring, a spring-loaded sort of a cable. So you pull it, pull it back so the spring retracts a bit. Then you wind it, and you don't actually do it all the way up tight. Um, and that's how they're meant to be. So he did that like a new car, you know, <laughs> into first, into reverse. The pickup point is, is lower than it was. So he said, yeah, I, I only learned that a few years ago off another car club member who had cities, and um, he was saying it's a common... A common thing you know you just got to know how to adjust that thing right mm. And, mm. And clutch issue is all but gone in the famous words of edward doesn't matter, doesn't matter. <laughs> if it ain't break don't fix it so then i proceeded to drive the city everywhere i drove it christmas eve i drove it down to the peninsula i was having on dirt roads it was, it was getting a good workout it's driving really well uh i also drove my renault 16 the yellow one hadn't driven that since october before the last lockdown i think um, so that got a good run. Uh, Tarago's had a good run. Pretty much everything's had a bit of exercise. Yeah. Brilliant. So, oh, and David, we mentioned our legend. Uh, legend, has that been mentioned? Uh, did we mention that? No, no we didn't. Oh, but go. David and I did partake in a little bit of legend pie. Um, <laughs> that is in the Delicious too. Delicious warm <laughs> apple pie. Uh, 1990. Speaking of running in the 90s, we really oh, indeed. are. Indeed, absolutely. So this, is, this is another gold metallic 1990 Ford or sedan made by Honda. A little bit nicer than mm-hmm. the in some respects, in pretty much all respects. Um, every respect, I would say. <laughs> not every. It's not Australian made. It's mm. <laughs> um, not Mercedes Benz. Yes. Not Mercedes Benz, yeah. So. We, uh, yeah, we bought this Legend, 119,000 pound at four-door gold sedan, all the receipts and books from you, had sat for quite some years, needed a good, uh, you know, it needed a good oil change and a, and a few little trinkets fixed, not much though, the body's very nice on it. When I get my detailing grubby little hands on it, it will come up very well. Yes, it's a lovely example. Mm. So that's another gold, it's ironic that there's two gold 1990 sedans, one of them almost the top of the line, you could say. The other one, their base model. Base, base. Base, base, base. Mm, carby. I had one guy, yeah, Carby, one guy. Having said that, the Magnum being Carby, when you start that car, it is first click start. It is amazing the way that car starts. It, it's wow. like it has injection. <laughs> but it don't. One guy messaged me from the, from the ad that I put up on it and he said, um, he said oh, does the aircon work? Uh, and I said, it's not a case of it doesn't work. It's a case of it doesn't have it. <laughs> He's like, oh, must have been an option. I'm like, well, it was optional on GLX, but standard on executive. So, <laughs> no, if you knew your Magna grades, mate, you would. Uh, yeah, come on, get get with the program. Yeah, read the brochure, mate. Read the brochure. <laughs> anyway, that's me. Rizzy Ross, car wise, hasn't I dropped the Solerio um, for a bit um, this weekend and it's it was it was interesting to be able to um drive that around city footscray um all around the funky town 
Um, and there weren't a lot of people in the city. Uh, it even uh, visited Brunetti's oh, for okay. a little bit of time. Um, cake. Uh, had, had cake, not yellow cake, if you know what I mean. <laughs> That's uranium. Um, <laughs> I'll have to send something to you on the group chat, guys, on what, that, that little reference. Okay. Um, anyway... <laughs> But yeah, no, that, that's that's about it. I driving it, uh, probably did about 200Ks in it and really made me think about the good times when I had the Siri on. It was fun little car. If I could get a JDM car like that, that'd be great. I also shared the, the Suzuki's that were used as a linen transfer vehicles on a resort. Yeah, that were cool. Yeah, that was um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk to the resort manager and see if I can, uh, when they are, as Mr. Edward Bunting or Dr. Edward Honda Bunting was mentioning earlier <laughs> around um, this Magna that was off to the wreckers before these vehicles head off to the wreckers. Let's see if there's a possibility of, mm. um, you know, giving them a second life. Mm. There's two of them, as you saw. Yeah. With, Consecutive so. plates and everything. So they they were a carry, weren't they? One point three carry. They were. Yeah, yeah. So technically, technically, technically not a K. That's right. But, you know, close enough. Um, and they're probably with given that sort of usage, they're probably done ridiculously low Ks. Yeah, I'll have to find out exactly what they were. So they they are based at the Nepean Country Club, right down on the Mornington Peninsula. So I'll have to suss that out. I'm trying to convince the manager to put an electric vehicle charger there as well, but he's being a bit difficult to work with. <laughs> so, for sake. It's ridiculous. But, but no, no, but it's um, so that apart from those car experiences, highlight last year would definitely be our little trip up to the Arthur's seat and the museum. That was mm-hmm. that was fun. We're hoping to do more of those sort of days this year something to look forward to in 2022 indeed. absolutely indeed mr prince car updates for me um well the n1 received uh, was put into daily service while my daughter was out from overseas she asked if i had a spare car which i sort of did have <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah she she drove that around loved it and uh, did everything she needed to do and it's come back squeaky clean and petrol tank full so very happy about that. Ooh. The what else have we done? Oh, the uh, I recommissioned Maddie when things are clear. You've got to come over and drive this Grand Prix edition Civic. I want to drive the Civic hatch. Yeah, that had, had the battery had um, been uh, removed from that to source another vehicle um, by my son. So um, it uh, it's back uh, revving its little heart out and back on the road, gave it a wash again the other day. It comes up, it, look, it, it's very original. The body's not perfect on it and still, you know, a few little marks and chips in, in the paint that I've touched up, but I don't want to get it painted because I don't want to lose all the original stickers and stuff like yeah. that. So Plus it's like, what, 30? Yeah, that's right. it's 35 years old yeah. now. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's earned its scars, I think. Hmm. Uh, so that was good. Um, I did get to drive another legend today that I may or may not have a share in, an 89 coupe. So the 2.7 coupe in Florence Blue, um, mm, 132,000K from New Coupe. 
which just drove beautifully. Cosmetically, it doesn't look like 132,000 Ks, but that's nothing that a few weekends work and mm. a bit of um, bumper bar retouching and realignment won't, uh, won't hurt. So, yeah, I've sort of taken some time off between Christmas and New Year and I was planning on going back to work till next Monday, but... Having said that, my phone has not stopped ringing, so I'll probably go out and do a few jobs tomorrow. Okay. But get back out into it a little bit, but um, work as remotely as I possibly can for the time being, I think, still. Sounds good. Sounds yeah. good. That's a bit of me, I think. Mm, lovely. Uh, Maddie, we actually care. We, thank you, guys. I know you guys care. I know you guys care. You guys always care. Can't believe me. I've got a fair, fair bit on this week to talk about, to be honest with you. Oh, here we go. Yeah, strap yourselves in, uh, gents. Um, so, firstly, I picked up the MR Do um, from uh, getting the aircon done. It's blowing ice cold, and you know it's it's great. It actually, doesn't take as much power as I thought it would. Uh, I mean, their cars only got ten horsepower, so I was it was surprised it didn't ta- it didn't take nine of the ten horsepower. Uh, but it's actually still fine to drive, and uh, I got my. Uh, my elect- electric window fixed so so that that's all good but the motor is on its or the regulator's on its way out so he's like look i've fixed it it came off it actually came off the rail when when i hit a bump so he's, he's put it all back in new bolts um uh, and just made it all made it all work it actually goes up and down perfectly fine he's like just just when, whenever you can just buy a new regulator and we'll stick it in and then you should be good but when that was out, I noticed uh, the door card had, you know, whether wood is, and I sent you some photos, Mr. Prince, I'll send you a photo, the, uh, where, where you put your, your, your armrest, the elbow, <laughs> yep, it's, uh, it's cracked it's through. It's funny bone does that damage. Correct. And on the top of the, uh, on, the, on top of the door, when people, you know, have been cool putting their hand out the window. So they are uh, two things that I'll probably need to get addressed at some point. Then I, so I was driving that and uh, yeah, enjoying it, drove it on, uh, you know, the last few days. And then I, I was, at, was at super cheap working and I was going to take it for lunch and I'm, I get halfway down lunch, aircon blaring, everything's fine. And I just see the, uh, the charge light and the, uh, and the uh, cooling fan light come on. And I'm like, Oh, that's not good. So I get, I get my lunch. I uh, drive back to work and I'm like, well, I'm going to have my lunch and I'll deal with this afterwards. So, I, and then finished work and I, I hooked up the, uh, the battery, uh, battery tester and the battery is perfectly fine. Really healthy. Alternator is showing 11 volts. So the alternator is no good, uh, which is, which is common on, on the uh, early amount twos because, because the, the water sits on the tray and it just drips onto it and kind of hammer, hammers them, hammers them a bit. So that's not fun, but from what I've heard and from you know, who I've spoken to about about it, uh, any four AG powered in Corolla or anything will have the same one. But I was pricing them up to work; they're not too they're not too pricey, about two hundred bucks. So yeah, that's pretty fair and reasonable for an alternator. Yeah, so I'll just just grab one from there, whack it in. But it's also got to go back anyway because when they had it up on the hoist to, to do the compressor, because because they obviously you know replace the seals on the compressor. So I, I don't have a hoist, so I couldn't really do it. The uh, they noticed it's leaking from the front timing case, so they're like, it's they're like the car's perfect everywhere else, it's just leaking from there. Because it was they're, they're like, do you want to get it done or do you just want to kind of just leave it and um, just we'll service it? But if you want, if you want to, if you want us to do it properly, we we'll, won't service it until you do that, and then we'll change the oil and, and do it all together. So I was like, well, yeah, I'll just wait. So that was booked in for next week, but I told him about the uh, the the alternate. He's like, all right, bring it, in, we'll do it earlier. <laughs> 
So <laughs> they're going to take the whole front end of the motor off and, uh, you know, fix that. They're going to do a new towing belt and water pump while they're there. Uh, because, you may, because you may as well. Yeah, uh, at that Do you point. Know when that timing belt was last done? Like uh, 40,000 kilometers ago. Oh, not that long ago. Not, not that long ago, because they did, the guy did it when he did the clutch in the car, which is 40,000 Ks old. Oh, okay. So, you know, it's not that old, but when you're there, it's a bit of a pain to do. I'm like, just just, just change it. It'd just be easier. And Ren is the uh, the Toyota guru. So he's done he's done many a 4AG in his, in his life. So he'll be able to, to do that in no oh. time. So that's that one. So I know that was a bit of a long one with the with the, with the Mister Two, but uh, it's um, it was as I said, it was driving perfectly, and then you know got hit with the uh, the alternator. Then, uh, so what what else are we gonna, oh, doing? Yeah, now nah, yeah, Ed was just like, oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Next, next the land barge is driving fine. So, Mr. Mr. Bunting, no issues with the land barge. Um, it is leaking oil, but as we know, it's a safety feature, as David David Prince said uh, on, the, <laughs> on the on the last on the last week. I, I'm, I'm not going to get that fixed. It's just, uh, but I was driving it on like the, the really hot day we had, and the aircon was mm. icy cold, and I was like, oh, this is actually so nice. Like, you know, they built for Australian conditions, isn't it? They they are they are, and I was I've been driving that everywhere because the aircon's just very good. But then um, I parked that up. Uh, driving the laser, which has been which has been faultless. Um, now it's got to take in the uh, the forest that get serviced because that's on its mark now. So I need, I need to get it done. Um, Hang on, I thought that wasn't yours anymore. Yeah, is that yours? Yeah. Well, my sister's obviously not able to get the car currently, <laughs> and um, I thought I'd just give it an oil change before she can take it. So so it's nice and ready, so she doesn't have to worry about it for the next, you know seven or half thousand k's so that will get done and it will be going to her and yeah on to bigger and better things gentlemen um so we'll we shall see what they what they might be we'll have to have a think um mercedes-benz working fine i drove it drove it on i should drove it last night and took it took it for, took it for a bit for a bit of a thing and I'm just trying to think what else. What else? That, that's it. That's that's it on my end. But the MR2 is, is getting a few things done uh, next week. So okay. So that was the uh, the fun one. So many maintenances. <laughs> maintenances. All the maintenances. Do, do you think the MR2 has been driven more since in your ownership than it had in the previous few years? The guy had been away or something, hadn't he? Yeah, he'd been away for like two years, and the car just sat yeah. in the garage. Because um, he also he also had a V. Was it a V? It was a VC, wasn't it? In his garage yet? Do you remember what he yeah, had? Yeah, some sort of old Commodore. I pay not much attention to them. VC Commodore, mate. Yeah, like yeah, one of those which he which he kept, um, but he wanted to get rid of the MR2. So I was like, well, I'll, I'll happily happily take that off your hand. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I shall relieve you of that one. <clears throat> um but uh, i mean an alternator is just it's just a standard wear part i suppose so it's just one of those things to go uh, it looked pretty grimy and old so i probably would say it would possibly be the original one after three hundred and twenty three thousand kilometers i think it's okay well, to i think it's okay to say you know what it's earned it's uh yeah retirement that one correct yeah so um so yeah 200 bucks and then just get that oil uh issue fixed and that's it like that car should be a-okay and 100 percent. so cannot wait that reminds me of my my son driving his uh cordero deck down from sydney once when he was working up there and uh it it stopped it, it lost power on the freeway and he rolled to a stop in the um 
in the shell service station Campbelltown, mm. and, and one of his mates in the in the um, racing came down to pick him up, and he said, "I can't believe it. This car's never stopped." He said, "You know, I, I, I can't believe it. It's never. I, I can't believe it stopped." <laughs> and it turned out to be a coil pack, and, and the right. guy that picked him up said. He said, "Mate, it's done four hundred and five thousand k's." He said, "I think it can it can do a coil pack. It's yeah. no disgrace to the car. <laughs> it it has permission to break. It time. has permission to break. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, I mean that, that that was like my laser. Like it, the, yeah. I've done a lot of kilometers in it, and the only time it left me stranded was when the uh, hydraulic hose for the clutch cable. Uh, so so for, for the clutch um, hydraulic hose, it just it just split and let go, and left me stranded in front of." Uh, southern cross station in the city and that was that was fun mm. so i was blocking up traffic and there was a second time when the head gasket went yes that yeah, is... you had to bring that up then. yes on. yes yeah well but i did because that's two times it's left you two straight. times yes correct but in 10 years of ownership i think that's pretty good yeah not bad over, over 10 years now it's been 11 years of ownership so i think that's I think that's pretty good is that the longest car you've owned that one it is yeah yeah wow yeah hmm. Yes, 2010, I got that. So, oh no, so 12 years. It'd be 12 years in November, in November. So, it's 11 and a bit. So, yes. Nice. Anyway, uh, my last little car update, I, I built this Porsche 930 Turbo. Oh, oh nice. Awesome. So, yeah. very nice. Got the little motor in there. This, is, this oh, has wow. been... This How has long been... did it take you to build this Lego yeah, masterpiece? A few hours, a few hours, so... Now the wheels turn, the steering wheel turns the wheels. It's, pre it's pretty cool. That's actually even sort of pretty well looks like. They're getting better, those Lego models, aren't they? They are getting better. They used to be very clunky. Yeah, 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 yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're getting better. I'm, I'm a big child at heart, so every time I get Lego for Christmas, like, ooh, Lego. So. <laughs> <laughs> the best one I think they've had recently is the, the new Defender that came out in Lego. They're square and chunky good. anyway. It works perfectly yeah. in Lego. It's, it's a box, so it'll look yeah. fine regardless. <laughs> Um, but yeah that is pretty much my updates gentlemen tonight's topic which we were going to uh get into this week um is cars that we haven't seen in a while um you know or like you you just you've driven me like oh, actually, i haven't seen one of those in years so in other words it's a good question for, for us because it's like cars that didn't, didn't stand the test of time didn't last and, and and cars that have been like, oh, hang on, maybe they didn't make that many of them, or or when we saw them, they were everywhere, and then then they just kind of vanished. So I thought it'd be a good way to to start the, the new year. Next next week we're going to get into our, our cars of last year and cars of, and cars we're excited for for this year, which will which will be which will be next week's topic, um, as we tend to do you know early on in the year. Um, but cars that we haven't seen in a long time, and you'll be I'll like, go, you. go, Lada Samara. Oh. They sold them here. They, they did. did. There was Brock, a Peter Brock edition. Brock endorsed. Brock endorsed. I can tell you when I last saw a Lada Samara. I can. <laughs> when? I saw one uh, on Marketplace, a convertible. Uh, oh. I'd never seen a convertible one before. And it had like really low Ks. It was actually really nice. It was like white <laughs> with red interior, wasn't it? I, I think it was. Yeah, it was yeah, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And I'm like, ooh, Lada Samara. I mean, it's a horrible thing. Like, it's not, not a good a car. car. Not a long-lived car. No. Well, not but... here anyway. No. <laughs> I think they're still building them in Russia. Yeah. <laughs> not in Australia. Not long-lived. No. Uh, unusual, that car in that you had three. The, that was the three-door, the Samara. Correct. They bought out a five-door version called the Savaro. 
That was D E V A R O. So it was. Did you get that? We did. We did. And I was going through some brochures the other day and blow me down. I had forgo- forgotten all about it till I found the Larder Sable brochure, S A B L E, which was a four door booted version of it. And we oh, also well. got that. Where are any of these cards? Oh, I don't think absolutely. Any- Is there I mean, a Larder it- collector out there that has a Samara, a Sable, and a Sabara. <laughs> there would they be some bad-looking things. They would. The design wasn't wasn't shocking. The grill was horrible on them. I remember, and I always I remember thinking at the time, if only that so they'd spent a bit more time on the on the grill. The grill. It actually was. I think there was some connection with Porsche design. It was pretty contemporary, like for the time. Like they yeah, they, yeah, they they looked fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd say to answer your question, Ed, where are they now? Some Brock collector would would be having them. Yeah. <laughs> They weren't all Brocks. They were normal. No, no, no. They were they were normal ones. Correct. They weren't all um, Brock editions. But you're right. If if it was a Brock edition, a Brock collector would have it. The Brock editions came with. I remember seeing a brochure somewhere. They had a a, a, a CSA or a Globe, locally manufactured oh, alloy yeah. on them. Yeah. Uh, and I think a Pirelli P6 tire on them or P5 or something. Forty for the time. For the time, absolutely, and and there were there's a rumor going around that they did fit polarizers to some of them. <laughs> wow! Imagine a polarized larder. Polarized That's, larder. <laughs> That'd be better than a non-polarized larder, doesn't it? <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, I I remember I was I was working at Supercheap and a guy came in and he had a he had a VK uh, Brock Commodore um, and, and and we got talking because he was getting some bits for it. And I'm like, oh, just out of curiosity, does your car have the polarizer? He's like, yeah. He's like, it's like it does. He's like, he's like that stupid box of nothing is worth a ton of money. Yeah. And um, he's like, to me, he took it to a place to get to get some work done, and um, he came back, and the polarizer was gone. And he's like, where's my polarizer? He's like, I don't even touch it. He's like, it was in the car when I gave it to you. Oh, this before, yeah, it went missing. Went, went missing, and then so he's like, he's like, he bought another one and kept it aside. He's like, I'm not. It's like it's in a safe now, so it's not, it's not even in the car. He's like, it only comes out if I get take it to a show or something. Yeah, yeah, wow. Um, like that's. And he's like, I had to spend a fortune on a box of crystals that do absolutely nothing just to yeah. just to have it as original as possible. <laughs> Um, um, it's funny how car accessories like that, that just the myth makes them so valuable. Um, and it's all, it's almost the things that, that no one ever bought new almost, you know, there's like everyone gets, hats, <laughs> you know, people might get a rear spoiler, but you know, it's the factory roof racks or the factory, I don't know, umbrella holders or whatever that in a polarized is an extreme version of that. But, you know, I've, we've said this before on, on other editions of this show where, you know, I would be. I would if I was buying something new. I would really go to town on some of these weird accessories, um, or or pick them up a year later when they were discounting them because no one bought them. <laughs> but then you've got the car that's got everything on it. It's very cool. Yeah, I would. De- if I'm to buy a new car, I'd be definitely doing that. I'll be like, you know what? I'll have one of each. I'll have yeah. just just just. It, it, but it does nothing. Just just whack yeah, it in. But it adds up. Mm-hmm. Like if you do it when it's new and you get the bike rack and the roof rack and the bull bar and this and this and this, you could you could have ten grand worth of accessories. Oh, yeah. You know, I'd i probably go for the more the more niche stuff like <clears throat> like the umbrella holder, like roof racks and stuff. I could probably get like uh, you know like yeah yeah the weird know. stuff that no one's going to order that in right. time will be really cool. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I've actually got a ski rack for a Honda Legend some coupe somewhere. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Now you've got the car. Now I've got the car to put it, put to put it on. Mm. 
That is cool. There's a guy in Queensland. He's got a AW11 like mine. Australian delivered car, but he's he's bought every single uh, like um, factory you know accessory for the car. I don't know if you've seen it, David, but uh, he's got the original roof roof box and the original uh, roof racks. The you know the the the, the skis. Um, and the ski racks. He's got the wow. fog lights. He's got he's got it all. I'm like, did this he get is... it from Australia or from Japan? I had to get it all from Japan because he's, yeah. he's, he's always like, yeah. good luck getting it anything here. Um, yeah. <laughs> and the car's currently for sale. So. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So, but he's asking. Uh, car sales. Uh, I was on Gumtree last time I saw it. Okay, I'll uh, have a look. I'll be keen to see the accessories if they're there. Yeah, it, it is cool. After finding and send it to you guys, but yeah. So uh, I was like, you know, he's. Uh, He's done it right, and apparently that the, the roof box he's got, you paid a you paid a fortune for, but it's probably like the last one in existence. Yes. So, um, so yeah, but a lot of people probably would buy like if there was the crazy collectors, would probably buy the car just for that. Yeah. What else have you seen in a while, guys? I was thinking last week after you talked about this topic, I was thinking the thing that immediately sprang to mind was one of my wife's first car. Mm-hmm. She had a TC Gemini SL sedan in mint julep, that Kermit mm-hmm. green color. Yeah, yeah. Her first car. And I thought, I can't remember seeing an original Gemini, not, you know, doofed and, and <laughs> everything. Uh, and blow me down, I was in Williamstown, I was in your hood on, on Sunday night. And mm. um, here outside the fish and chip shop is a Firethorn Red TD SL Gemini. No and way. Still on the, on, the, on the Garden State plates, absolutely yeah. bone stock. <laughs> Uh, but you know, a bit bit gungy and dirty around the edges, like as if he doesn't actually know what he's got. Yeah. And and the, the guy I was with said, "Oh wow, that, that's." Uh, I said, "Look at Gemini. I've seen one for years and years." He said, "Oh yeah." He said, "You know, they're, they're probably worth a couple of grand now, aren't they?" A couple of and, grand. And we looked on car sales. The first one that came up, which was a project, was forty k. <laughs> Uh, I came home from hospital in one of those. Like, I know. I Kermit, know. Kermit Green Gemini. That was, yeah, uh, that, that was the car. How did you come home in? You, you, Maddie, yours was the Gemini. Gemini, yep. I was a combi van with a Dormobile pop top, you know, sideways pop top. <laughs> um, David? Mine would have been an E.H. Holden, actually. Oh, there you go. Because you were, you were from a Holden yeah. family, weren't you? Weren't you Mr. We Green? were, yeah, yeah. Dad had Holdens, new Holdens for work every three years, I think they were. And Rizzy Ross? I think it was an executive edition of the Pakistani donkey <laughs> on the back of that. So what I think I think they were the most reliable form of transport at that, at that time in, in Islamabad. <laughs> no, probably a Suzuki Alto or something. I don't know. Uh, I, I just sent you guys the overseas. Uh... Sorry? Were you born here, Riz? Uh, yes, in the in the Pakistani Arnhem land. <laughs> so Australia, somewhere in Australia. No, Pakistan. Oh, in Pakistan. Okay. Uh. <laughs> uh, I sent you guys that MR2, by the way, if you want to have a look through that. The, the guy's name, he's, he's got a great name as well, just, just putting it out there. Uh, nah. it's a great. Exactly right. But yeah, it's it's got all those you know, crazy accessories on the car. Um, oh, one, yeah, that's cool. It's one best in show numerous times. Like It is, it is cool. And I, you know, I, I do like it. It's even it's even got the optional Recaros from Japan, which yep. you could which you could have gotten. So yeah, it looks it looks pretty pretty all there. The, the car it's, it's even got the original um uh, the optional boot boot mat, uh, which is got, which wow. is still which is still in plastic. Uh, so yeah, I really... love that Panasonic stereo system. Yeah, how that cool is, is it? So cool. 
Yeah, how cool is that? So, so yeah, I was like, well, yeah, that is uh, a. That is, is, the, is, the, is the trim in, on the seats original? Do you reckon? I think he's had them done, um, and he's had the door cards to match. Yeah. Oh, it's seen another one. Sorry to interrupt. That had door trims done in a very similar fashion, similar fabric, but it was aqua green. Yes, um, yep. that yep. that car's in Australia as well. Um, yeah, that car's and, in Australia as well, and and it's it's um. I thought the same thing. I thought, wow, is that original? It looks very well done, like this one, but it was a green, yeah. blue pattern, not the ready orange pattern. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I know the car. It's um, I think the I think the play. It, it's a it's a Victorian car too. It's a big um, car, but the guy was living up north somewhere, and yeah. um, he would still fly down and go to a few shows here and there. Um, so it was, yeah, it was um, it was a well known car, I believe. Yeah. Very tidy, red as well. Yeah, it was red. How much is they asking for this? Thirty nine grand. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot of coin. Um, anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, another car that springs to mind that I haven't seen around, and similarly, it's also a Holden. And you mentioned it earlier. Is a is a really clean original VB or VC Commodore. Oh yeah. Um, and and they sold gazillions of the things. You know, they did. They yeah. just, Absolutely sold hundreds upon thousands of them. Um, yeah, and they've just gone, just evaporated into the ether. Remember this guy used to have a really clean, clean one down down my street. It was like it was like that bluey purple. Um, I don't know if I don't know what that color was called, but it, it looked it looked good. And um, and he had nice nice set of wheels on it, and, and he loved that. You could tell he was he was out every weekend cleaning it and polishing it. And this is when I was a kid. Uh, I don't ever know what happened to it, but but that, that was a really nice car. And then. Uh, I bumped into an old friend of mine last week, and he he's got he's got a V, is it a VH? He said, SLE, yeah, two tone V8, yeah, um, which had someone in, converted it to an injected motor, and he's put a he's putting he's restoring it, putting it all back to how it should be, so he's making it making it carbed and stuff again. But he's like he's like yeah, I, I get offered money for it all the time. He's like you just don't see them anymore. So I was like, oh, well, that's yeah, that's a keeper. Don't get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What about this one? Now, I told Edward this one last week, and what the hell? I saw one today. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. It cries a neon. I hadn't seen one in years. <laughs> wow. I have not seen one in years. You, you know, uh, our good friend, Mister Turbo Terry, Anthony. That was his first car. He had. He had a. Anthony. He had a. Uh, he had a, a neon. Car. The neon cried. The, the, the first gen neon he had. Chrysler. Chrysler. Yeah. Sure. And. He, uh, you know, it was in rattle can gray, and uh, like it was, it it didn't fare well to the to the Aussie sun. Put it that way, the interior was just just falling apart. But it still worked, and like I just haven't seen any of them in ages. And then I saw a really clean one yesterday. Oh, sorry, today I was like, what the hell? Like I, I, I mean, it was a it was a series. It was like a second gen one, but in black. And um, I was like, wow, this is that's that kind of makes my point invalid because <laughs> I've just I've just <laughs> I've, I've just seen one. So yeah, uh, but yeah, cries and neon. Like the, I don't think any of them survived. Like even in America, apparently, like they just they just didn't survive. Like they just the survival rate on them is very very low, um, which is crazy because they sold crap tons of them over there. Yeah. And like they sold a fair few here too. Like I remember seeing seeing a fair few. So, so yeah, that's a bit of a bit of an interesting. One. What, what about you, Riz? Anything that you haven't seen in a long time? I haven't seen a Suzuki Mighty Boy in a long time. Mm-hmm. And there's just there used to be a couple around, but yeah, it's been quite a while since I've seen one in person. Uh, probably ah oh, 
seven years, eight years now. Well, there was there was a uh, there was like a fluoro green one I used to see all the time in North Melbourne, and I haven't seen it in ages. I don't know. I don't know what's happened to it. It was it was always like a, it, was, it was really cool. It had a, it had like a it looked like a mini Hulk, like in Super Hulk mm-hmm. green. <laughs> I think I've seen it in Classic Japan a couple of times. It's probably the same car, and mm. but I haven't seen that car in ages, and I was like, wow, that's a, that's a, that's a good one, Riz. I haven't seen a Mighty Boy in a while either. Hmm. It's uh, so that's where it's all sort of. Apart from that, there's obviously other cars that you know we don't see in as much pristine condition as we once used to, uh, such as the legendary AU Falcon, and oh, um, <laughs> particularly an AU Falcon in silver, in that Tickford edition. Um, because they were the pinnacle of AU Falcons at a performance level. Well, and (laughs) we, we, we laugh at AUs, but actually they're, they're a good car. Like AUs weren't a bad vehicle. Um, I think they represented basically the peak of AU as in Australian built. That's that's exactly what AU stood for. (laughs) that's, That's what they stand for. They stand for what? what we as an automotive building manufacturing nation stood for. Um, and since, since they've disappeared, so has the industry. So, yeah, but no, that's, and, and one other thing that even like FG um, Falcons, XR8s, seeing them, they, I don't think they're sold many to begin with, but nah, they, they barely sold any. The, the FG XR8 is actually a very rare car. Like they barely sold any. Um, they only sold them over the first series. Um, yeah, and because they they kind of they they didn't sell the FGs until FGXs XR8s again after that because um yeah that that boss motor they 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 just yeah. they cancelled it so boss so yeah so yeah that's uh yeah no big word the boss. Yeah, boss the boss the boss so that, yeah that was in the sticker on the on the bonnet wasn't it? on the sticker. Right. yeah nice yeah. <laughs> but yeah that they're the couple of cars that sort of stand out when i think about cars that we don't see as much anymore i've got one that i guarantee none of you have seen but i have seen not that long ago tell us suzuki x90 oh yeah i haven't seen one in a while i've I've seen him in person um but i haven't i've never seen one i haven't seen one in a while a push me pull you of um yeah you can't tell if it's coming or going (laughs) i saw one of the i couldn't tell you before i saw this one when i last saw one but I was at lockdown was great for walking and great for staring down people's driveways and just seeing various yep. things. And there was a guy at the front of his house, you know, under the bonnet of this X90 tinkering or something. It looked very clean. And I was, I stopped, I was with a mate and I stopped and I said, there's a bloody X90 Suzuki. Can you believe it? Like a <laughs> and I'm like, look at that. <laughs> and uh, I was nearly tempted to go and talk to the guy. And then I thought, oh, he doesn't want to hear me rabbiting on. <laughs> so we kept walking, but that was a rare, rare beast that I spotted. Didn't they? Wasn't there something funny that ta- they didn't have a boot or a tailgate on them? I don't think. Load the Load. car in. Uh, I think they did have a boot. It had a spoiler on it. Like I think it was yeah. pretty small. Yeah. Yeah, small spoiler yeah. with a small boot. Hey, speaking of this, I was in my uh, yellow Renault 16 uh, recently over the holidays. And uh, my brother was sitting in the car behind me and we were at, which was the Honda City, ironically. So we were sitting uh, down the peninsula and we're about to drive off. He's following me to a, to a friend's house. 
and um, this old guy comes up and bashes on my passenger window and I'm like, whoa, like it gave me a fright. I was about to drive off. <laughs> so I put the window down and he's like, I had a Renault 16 in this colour. Uh, he said, what a marvellous car. I loved it. Oh, I haven't. He said, I couldn't believe it. I got out of my car over there in the shopping centre and I said to my wife, there's a yellow Renault 16. What are the chances? He thought his Christmases had come twice. <laughs> So, well, you should have said, well, you know, everything's got a price. Could be yours. Well, could be yours. Uh, so we had a had a good chat and he said, I've got spare oil filters and spare headlights and give me your number and you can have them, you know. Oh, great. So I said, okay, uh, more Renault crap to fill my garage. <laughs> yes, that was funny. And my brother's just laughing, of course. So he's taking a photo of the old guy talking to me. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, I know the drill. When you drive a car like that, you do yeah. You get a lot of attention. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, Reese, to get back to what you were saying about the FG XR8, uh, when I was in oh, sorry, when I was in high school in year twelve, a friend of mine at that school, his dad, sorry, mum worked for Ford, and um, they, uh, he was like, he's like, oh, we we got to buy a new car. So I'm like, well, he's like, I'm trying to get my dad to buy a G6C Turbo because they're they're quite nice and luxurious and they they go really well. And he told his dad, and his dad was like, "No, nah, we're buying a V8. I don't want any of this turbo crap." And he's he's like he's like, "Dad, but it's a better car. It's a better car." Yeah. So, he, so he was like, "No, nah. he bought an XR8 Ute," and then he instantly regretted it. He's like, "I should have bought the turbo." Uh, he's, he's, like, he's like, "Yeah, because it was just drinking like a fish, and yeah, it wasn't um wasn't the most nicest thing to, mm. to put in." But yeah, I always remember that, and I'm like, I could see why they were quite rare, yeah, because they didn't really sell too too many of them. No, just just one last point on those. Like, it just seems that uh, you know, the 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 peak of Australian cars, Australian made vehicles in terms of selling, was sort of the late '90s, early 2000s, and since then, we sort of saw it decline quite quickly. And, and, you know, we've seen with COVID some of the popularity that the Holden, you know, the V8 Commodores and uh, some of the HSV spec cars have had with Duttons and others picking them up and making huge profits on them. I think the Fords haven't had the same. So probably still a reasonable sort of a lot of car for the money if you can find one and the person just wants to get rid of it because, yeah, they are the FG Falcons were not bad cars no they, they weren't they're, they're actually they're, they're actually yeah a, a decent car like like i mean by the end of ford and holden's right you know run here even toyota like they were making great cars like the mm. you know it would they, they were pretty hard to you know to fault in a lot of ways so it's a shame that that it ended the way it did but yeah good cars good cars what else haven't you guys seen in a long time i was gonna say first gen um First gen Honda Accords on the road. Not many of them around anymore. No. But then we went actually. The club actually went and bought one and restored it, and it looks amazing. So, <laughs> uh, but every time we take that car out, people comment on the color. They just say, "What a oh, that looks amazing!" You know, it's a, a bright metallic blue called Nice Blue, and it's uh, uh, nothing like a fresh paint coat of paint for an older car. That you know, if it's the right or factory original color, yep. the hero color, I suppose. Back then, yeah, correct. So, yeah, but, uh, you know, a lot of the Japanese stuff especially was it, it, the car I often think of as, as the scamp for the 90s, the Hyundai XL. Mm. There are still a lot of XLs on the road, but to yeah. fit an original, clean, tidy one, not many of them are left anymore. And I'd like to see one in that original um, bubblegum colour, you know, yep. that, 
like it, it wasn't pink. It sort of was a dull pink. Purple. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. I know, yep. I know a lady who's a, who still has one. It's a flat It's a flat it's a flat pink. I used to work when I was working at the yeah. uh, selling watches. She had one. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> like I walked out to with because uh, we were walking out after work, and I'm like, I'm like, is that yours? And she's like, yeah, it's just my old car. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, my uncle bought one of these brand new, and I, was, I, just, I just started going, started going off. <laughs> she still owns it. It's, it's I'd, yeah. I'd like to see an original two door base base manual XL in that bubblegum color. I think hmm. that would be. I'd buy that. That'd be something collectible. You know what? They're, they're, they're actually um they're actually not a bad car the XL XLs were were oh, they were a bad car no me- <laughs> mechanically they were pretty mechanically good. they were an os they were quite um yeah mechanically they were reasonably robust the gearbox was horrible in the manual oh mean? terrible <laughs> Do you remember the shift yeah it went from <laughs> all the way down here to second yeah <laughs> horrible grunchy I thought it was genius whoever thought up that racing series for them oh yeah. brilliant. <laughs> fantastic affordable you know you can buy a couple for spares you know and um my friend in the in the wings here uh mr cornelius has just said they're 48 grand to build a new one, to build a new one if you want one 48 grand they've signed two from the mob he used to work for 48 grand far out so that's, is this set up for racing that's them building a car to ready to turn key race yeah wow so it ain't that cheap you can't just, just go on marketplace, pick up an XL, and take it to the track. You know. Oh, good. really? I thought that's what you did. I thought that was the whole idea. Well, it's still compared to most other racing, but that's what they are now. I think well, I, I, I think we all need to, to chip in, and well, I can ask my uncle for his one. Um, yeah. And because he's he's he'll probably still probably give it to me at this point. And I mean, the paint's had it on that thing. But is that a two door or a four door? It's a four door, oh, and it's a and it's a single cam. Uh, so we'd have to get oh, the twin cam. we have to get the twin cam motor, and it's an auto as well. So we'd have to put it, make it manual. But it doesn't matter. Car talk racing team. We we, we got um uh, we've got the car investigation unit, and we've got the Hyundai XL racing team as yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> Riz has just shared shared one with us. Oh, I like it, Riz. Oh, I like this more than great. that MR too. <laughs> okay. Oh wow, that looks that was good with the black uh, black alloys, doesn't it? Six grand. <laughs> I, I had one exactly like that one. Uh, it was a 98 twin cam manual um, wow. for a while. But guess what? Only two up for sale in car on car sales, and this is one of them. It's got 108,000 Ks. That is nothing. It's a baby. Why is that worth more than my Sheraton Mirage? <laughs> <laughs> Because XLs are just worth more than anything. That's the that's the because stuff. the XL. It's like oh, the magnificent. Vitrium <laughs> is vomit. No, no, oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. That's great. <laughs> but yeah, look, you 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 you're right. You don't see a, a real clean one anymore. They're, no. they're and and here's here's another one from from that era and from the eighties as well. The first and second gen Suzuki Swift um, GTIs. They just oh, all. Yeah. Yep. I haven't seen one of those in years. Like I haven't seen a, I haven't seen one in years. Like let alone a good one. We had a big following for them here, and they just they just all gone. Like like the first ones are really cool, and the second ones are even cooler. But I just I just think that they're just good luck. Good luck finding one. A friend of well, I I had an '85 Swift, the very first Swift that ever came here, the four door hatch, which was top of the line, 1.3 manual aircon, you know, like glamour spec. Um, but the <laughs> GTI version of that, a friend of mine was looking at buying one 
years ago and we worked together. And I think it was for sale for about seven back then, which was quite a lot of coin. And he's a big guy, six foot four, and he just couldn't um, fit in it. You know, so he decided, oh, I love it, but it's just a <laughs> for him. Um, but you're right. The last time you saw a genuine GDI first-gen Swift, oh, wow, couldn't tell you. And they were a rapid little thing. They were a cracking little car. Yeah, um, yeah. They were, and, they were, um, and they had the body kit bumpers and stuff like the, you know, the body mouldings and stuff. They were quite a, quite a little hot hatch. They were, uh, which brings me on to another hot hatch, a good triple S N15 or N14 Pulsar. I haven't seen one of those in a long time either. Yeah. I saw a Q the other day. I went on a bit of an architectural walking tour around Q, ironically, and I saw a Pulsar <laughs> Q uh, and I, I couldn't tell from a distance if it was the triple S. It was just the arse of it sticking out of this carport. And I was like, oh, is that a... Is that a triple S? I was nearly going to knock on the door, but then I thought, oh, no, it's just a Q. Well, but it, it could come with the same engine. You, yeah, I was going to say, you could get a Q with a, with a, with the two SR, 2-litre SR20, and you could get the TI with the SR, SR20 as well. TI. Yeah. I remember Adrian butchered a TI, didn't he? He did, yeah. He stole, he took, he took uh, that, that TI he had was actually not too bad, and it's, it's a bit of a shame what he did to it, but, uh, but yeah, that's... Again, that's one of those, and again, Nissan NX as well, which which he which he actually had, which we haven't. I haven't seen one of those. His was the last one I've seen on the road for from forever. Quite rare the NX. There's still a few around. I had, I did see one the other day. They're a bit more common than a let's say a um, Swift GTI to see. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, this is also just shared a Starlet, but it, but it's a JDM Starlet, so obviously it's yeah, going to no, have- normal Starlet. There's a lot of those still around. Well, not as many, thanks to Mr. Takata, sadly. Yes. Yeah. Some died with Takata. Yes, yes. Some were... Um, there were a lot of non-airbag models sold, though. That, that it was one of the model. saddest things I saw, I've seen in a long time was the lineup of Starlets with the airbag unit removed from them along the back fence at Camwell Toyota. All these dear old ladies that had bought them new and, you know, they had under 100,000 Ks and they were mint and they were just... They had to wreck them. They had, had to, to wreck them. Yep. 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 Uh, it's it's that's it's actually like it's a travesty but this thing uh, Rizzy Ross 23 and a half grand <laughs> yeah, that's quite special starlet isn't it isn't that like a, it is, a, yeah. a cleanser it's, um, it's uh, I think it's quite affordable compared to another vehicle I've shared in the in a in a group chat setting um, that I think uh, Scotty uh, chefs import yeah, <laughs> uh, may may need to purchase, even though it was probably locally delivered, yeah. um, which was a GDR for nearly a million dollars. Yeah, that's oh. that's, that's disgusting. It's actually disgusting. Um, but yeah, like a Suzuki, Suzuki Swift GDI, I I really like them. I really like. I, really, I always had a soft spot for those. Triple S pulsars would love a triple S pulsar, but they all kind of they all kind of went 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 away. I mean, when I got my laser, it was either Triple S Pulsar, SR20, uh, mm. you know, uh, sorry, or, or um, SP20, SR2 from that same era of that, that hot hatch, the the Proton Satria GTI. I haven't seen one of those in a long time. Proton um, Hardjar? What about that? Seen oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like a Satria GTI is a cool car. Like, I, I really like those. I, I, I do too. Were they all silver? The all silver. Ones. They, all, they yep. were also. They only came. So if you see one in a different color, it's either had to have been sprayed or it's not a real GTI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But they had factory Recaros. They were they were cool, cool little car. And the um, the wheel arch extensions and stuff. You know, yeah, they were, they were cool. 
they they were they were a good looking little car and but yeah that, that was when i was looking from 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 mine and you know i was like oh, I'll, I'll go for the go for the laser but you don't really see any of those or or the or the or the triple s now when i went to uni i went to uni with uh, with some people i went to high school with and one of them one of them had a satria gti so we, we always used to park next to each other it was it was like it was two hot hatches next to each other it was, it was really cool <laughs> and then my mate bought a triple s m15 pulsar series one with the with the big sss on the side in the uh in the yeah. like the um his was like that ready pink that was was faded in, in numerous colors but uh it, it was like the the, the sunlight like you know how to explain the color but like the yellow and orange uh triple s you know um logo oh. on it and it looked it looked so cool and it, it was it was a cool car so yeah don't really see them that often anymore or don't see them at all really so so yeah something else that popped up the other day and i will try and find it so one of the sites i follow shared a um pulsar exa turbo oh exa. no sorry not an exa an et turbo Oh, ET Turbo. Yeah. So yes. the five door locally assembled one. Hatch, yeah. Hatch. It was it was in lovely, lovely nick. Was I that the one he wanted like fifty grand for? Fifty. No, I don't think it was that much. I think it was more like twenty two. Okay, that's that's yeah. I, I think I know the one you're talking about. Low, low kilometer example. I've been watched like three times or something. You said. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You're talking yeah. crazy at fifty. Yeah, yeah. The um, that that locally assembled Pulsar, you know, by the time one of the improvements they made, he would they put locally designed seats in them, and that yeah, was so they, comfortable, really, they were very, good. very good. Yeah, my brother had the first gen Pulsar, like an N12, I think it was, yeah, N12, 1985 Pulsar hatch, and mm-hmm. the seats were magnificent, they were really solid and hefty, you know, yep. the typical yeah. Japanese seats of that era were. Very thin, and they would. You, you get in the back seat, you'll see a lot of them are bent. Yes, getting in and putting their all their weight on it. Whereas those Aussie seats were like out of a Bluebird. I think they did it. They had the same yep. design seats in the Bluebird as well. Yep. Um, yeah, surprisingly good. Yeah, there is none of them left. Like they're they're all gone. Yeah. Um, I mean, they used to race. Most of them torque steered off into the bush. I think <laughs> that was the main problem with them. There was a racing series for them as well, actually. There like, was, yes, yes. Uh, I think Dick Johnson and stuff used to used to race them, and um, yeah. I so thought like, that was so much fun. That would have been like go karts for them, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, considering <laughs> big falcons and stuff <laughs> bouncing off each other through the chicanes. And... Nah, I, I I do I do like those a lot. Sherry J Eleven. Oh yeah, what what happened to Sherry? Like <laughs> they they were here for like a year or something, and then they just gone. They were they were probably here longer than the last attempt GM made to bring the Opel brand to Australia before now, they left. I thought the original cherries weren't available in in Victoria. Probably there was a cherry. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a cherry dealership in on um, Spencer Street. Correct mm. me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I think there, I think there might have been. I knew there was one in Albury because it was over the border, and and some of them came in through there. I thought there was some. Rowan, uh, Rowan, uh, my friend just said, just said, no, they weren't available in Victoria. Yeah. Okay, yeah. There okay. must have been some reason why. I was. I, I thought it was something like, I don't know, ABS breaks or something, but but that would be a national requirement. It wouldn't be a, a state requirement mm. as far as um, safety equipment. But mm. but no, that. I'm. I'm not sorry. We haven't seen one of those for a while. No, I'm not. Yeah. I need a cherry in my life. Do you remember when Top Gear Australia bought one? Oh really? 
I tried bought, to get Top Gear Australia. Actually. Yeah, yeah, it was it wasn't great, but they bought one, and what they did to it was horrible. Sorry, Steve, that, that was the, that was the episode I stopped watching. I was like, this is ridiculous. They, oh, you know, it's nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine bucks, so we're gonna we're gonna give it you know ten years of work. And they're just getting trolleys and ramming it into it. I'm like, oh, it's a brand new car. Like, don't do that. Mm. Even though it was like a cheap car, but it just, I was like, no, nope, that's it. I'm done with the show. I'm going to watch it again. No one wants to see that. Uh, what about the Ford Focus ST170? I haven't seen one of those in forever. They didn't sell very many of them, though. Nah, barely anything. Um, they sold a lot more Peugeot 206 GTIs and, and GTI 180s. They sold heaps of those. Yeah, um, I've seen those here and there. But uh, like a, like an early sporty Focus, forget it. Like they they didn't last, um, which which is a shame because they actually had a good chassis. I think that's about it from my end. Is there a quiz? Of course, there's a quiz. There's always a quiz, gentlemen. <laughs> let's do the quiz. Let's let's get into the quiz now. W- would Mister Rowan like to join us for the quiz? He's just gone outside, so let's say no for now. If he wanders, oh. if he wanders, wanders in and helps me with a question, then that's fine. There might be a Nimbus-based question, though. You never know. Oh, well, I haven't seen a Nimbus in years. <laughs> There's another one, Nimbus. I Nimbus. saw one today at Rowan's house. Oh, <laughs> we ha- so have to get that vehicle up here and get get it out and about. I, I want to get it sold. I don't think you should keep it. Why? Oh, Ed. It's not very good. It's got a Cordia turbo motor. Cordia. It has a Cordia turbo motor that's stuffed. It has a body that's rusty and stuffed. I think it needs to go. <laughs> Someone will love it. Rowan, are you doing the quiz? What quiz? The car quiz. Are you helping what with the quiz? What quiz? You help me in the quiz. All right, he wants to be in the quiz. Okay. All right, done. We'll, we'll, we'll have you in the quiz, mate. I'll uh... Stay put. Get ready to answer. All right, so the car, car talk, car quiz. Ten questions plus some. I've got bonus. another one. Nissan Prairie. Oh, oh yes, yeah, that's a good Thinking one. Thinking of Nimbus, when was the last time you saw a prairie? That is, that is a good that's, one. That was rarer than a Nimbus. They didn't sell as many as one. Uh, or a Nissan Serena. Nimbus was oh, Serena, yeah, true. Cardio eighty four. Whereas yeah, Prairie wasn't very popular. Yeah, that that that's a rare car. I'd buy one if I could find a good Prairie. I'd buy it. <laughs> they had the sliding doors that slid yeah. all the way down, and no pit, no, no big pillar. Yeah, 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 yeah. What could go wrong? Oh. That is a, that is it's an interesting piece of people mover history. It designed is designed for my people mover collection, my ever growing people mover collection. Still like still currently at one, but anyway. Yeah, still currently at one, but I'm working on growing. How can it be ever growing, Edward Bunting, if it's, uh, it's, it's still at one? And it's been at one for how many years now? I'm considering. Uh, please consider. Like you can put a first gen Odyssey on club plates now. You can. Yeah, that's cool. Mm. Imagine if you had Toyota Tarago, Holden Shuttle, Nissan Irvan, Mazda, what was, was the Mazda one called? No, the Space Star Wagon, the Mitsubishi Star, Star Wagon, Wagon, Mazda, whatever they were called. Imagine you had all it Nissan Prairie, Mitsubishi Nimbus, Ford Spectron, Nissan Nomad, <laughs> that collection, and they were all mint examples. Preferably top of the line. Oh, Mitsubishi Express, like that one we saw the other week at 54,000 K. You're going to have 10 cars and like carry 70 people. <laughs> Imagine walking in that museum. That is a cool van museum. Yes. I like it. Why don't we make this happen? 
Because <laughs> none of us have the room. <laughs> Rowan's got the Nimbus. I've got the Tarago. I need you all to lift your finger. Uh, if they can get an Odyssey, Kath will be happy with that. Kath would be like, Kath reckons yeah. our first Odysseys were the yeah. best ones. Yeah. We need the rest of you to rise to the occasion. Mm -hmm. All right, let's do the quiz. And El Grand. El Grand, yeah. No, it's not get... an El Grand. That's too good. <laughs> and they never Irving. sold them here. They were horrible. Irving is here. All right, so the Cartel Car Quiz, we've got 10 questions. A few bonus questions in there. Let's get into it. Hang on, hang on. Is Rowan on my team or are we separate? Separate. 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 Come on. Um, you know the rules, Ed. There's no friends in, 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 the, in the car quiz. Question one. What car came first? The BMW E30 M3 or the Mercedes-Benz 190E Cosworth? Ed. David. Ed. Ed got in there first. Uh, the BMW came first. Incorrect. The Cosworth came first. Question two. What car am I? The final most powerful version of this particular car and engine combination was based off a full-size four-door sedan. The engine in particular is a straight six and had full and, and sorry had a full suspension tweak to bring the chassis up to modern-day standards. Available in colors called Victory Gold, Winter White, Smoke, Aero Blue, Kinetic, and Silhouette. This car made 325 kilowatts and on overboost made 370. Ed? What car am I, Edward? Um, Skyline, Nissan Skyline? Incorrect. David. David. Is it Ford? It is a Ford. Okay, 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 okay. Do I get half a point? <laughs> and that's silhouette was a Ford yeah. color. <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you half a point. Okay, so, uh, six cylinder, six cylinder. No, I'd be, I'd be totally guessing. Half a point. I'll take half. Half a point. Anybody else? Yeah. Um, or something. Where are they? Rowan. Yeah, Rowan. Sorry, the same name. Sorry, I got to say my name. Rowan. Rowan. Yeah, like a typhoon. What were the? Incorrect. Yeah. Riz. Riz. Was it the territory? No, incorrect. It was the Exocic Sprint, the last of the oh, last. Falcons. Question three. How many world championships in Formula One did Nicky Lauda win? Ed. Ed. Three. He did win three. Well done. Oof. I watched Drive to Survive. I don't know. It's not on that. This is Nicky Lauda. I don't know. If <laughs> you obviously oh. don't watch Drive to Survive, Edward. <laughs> That's you. I did watch it. I just don't remember that. It was the um, James Hunt movie. Yeah, that one, that one. Yeah, yeah. Rush. 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 That was quite a good film. It was a good film. Question four. Daewoo is now a defunct brand. However, they still remain under a different name. What is it called? Oh. David? David. It's not Sangyong now, is it? It isn't Sangyong. Incorrect. Okay. Is it David Wu? David. David. <laughs> <laughs> it's now David, David Wu. Uh, Prince. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Don't know. Is it, it's not still part of GM in some way, is it? It is part of GM. So, yep, it is part of GM. Oh, Ed. Ed. Is it Sake Motoco or something? Incorrect. That's Chinese, sorry. That's Chinese. Mm -hmm. Is it Daewoo General Motors or something? Or it's a longer name than just Daewoo Motors? You're already out, Edward, so I can't say. I don't know, yeah. <clears throat> Korea or something. 
So what, what, what was that, Mr. General Motors Korea? GM Korea is correct. Well done. Oh. oh. Rowan Bradbury, Bradbury did in. He Bradburyed the crap out of that question. <laughs> uh, so score check, Ed and Rowan on one. David point five. Riz yet to score. Question five. What car did Jeremy Clarkson say was the best car he has ever driven? Best car he's ever driven. Ever driven. <clears throat> I know you've told me this, Matthew, and I can't remember what it was, but I think I, I agreed. I was like, yeah, that it was. That is a good car. I just can't remember what it was. Ed. Ed. Was it a Mercedes Benz? Incorrect. No half point for me. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. No idea. You guys are. I don't know if you hated. But... Oh, it might be your Lexus, that crap thing you crap on about all the time, that LFA or something. Well, Edward, you know, you need to keep your mouth shut when you answer a question. <laughs> <laughs> really? An LFA? He says it's the best car he's ever driven. He said it on numerous occasions. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Question six. What car company used the Zeta platform? Rowan. Rowan. Uh, wasn't that a Commodore? Or a it was. So Holden General Motors, correct. Yeah, yeah. well done. Bonus question. Name models from the platform. You will get 0.5 for each. From the Zeta platform, Rowan? Correct. Rowan? Uh, let's go for a Camaro and a Commodore. Yep. yep. Which, which, which series of Commodores? Oh, it's like VE mm-hmm. and onwards and VF. Mm-hmm. Um, they, was there a, I don't know what the model was. Was it a CTS or something, Cadillac, or one of those went on it, or an ATS or something? Oh, you're close, incorrect, but I'll give you 1.5 for that. Sure. There was also one more car that it was that, I mean, it's Australian car uh, that it was uh, that they used. So the Zeta pl- the platform was their rear wheel drive platform. Yep. Oh, David. David. No, no, that would have been the wrong answer. That one, the one I just thought of. No, no, no. You guys out? Red herring. I'll I'll go one more. Is there a Buick Regal or something in China? No, incorrect. It was the WM Caprice. Was the last? uh, Was the? Oh, okay. Yeah. Question seven. What did the E in BMW chassis code mean? Come on, BMW boy, you should know this. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. It's just like the, it's like the Mercedes Baumeister code. You know, it's the the generic series of the car. But I don't know what the E actually stood for. David, is it a German word starting with E? It is yeah. correct. It is. If you uh, can give me what the word means, I'll give you the point. I'm gonna go, Ed. I'm gonna go series. Incorrect. Uh, David, platform. Incorrect. <sighs> Rizzi and Rowan. E as in, so Riz, E as in iron, which is number one. <laughs> I, it, incorrect. I Schloffer or something. Oh, oh, yeah, no, let's go for model. I don't know. No, it stands for Entwick Lung, which means development. Oh, okay. Development forty six or development thirty or development. How boring! How very, how very German. Yeah, very German. Yeah. Um, 
so score check Rowan on 3.5 leading the charge uh, David 0.5 Rizzi on 0 and Edward on 1 question 8 uh, what does the what does MX sorry I thought I got 2 no <laughs> no you didn't <laughs> You uh you answered incorrectly, then answered the correct answer, which which negates your point, uh, Mr. Mr. Bunting. Oh, did, I, did I go down one? No, you just don't get the point. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, question eight: What does it? MX five actually stand for? Probably should know that. You probably should know that, Edward. Uh, you you, you uh, own uh, one. I've got books about it. Rowan. Rowan. Was it something about Mazda Experimental or something? Yeah, I'll give you point five for the first for the first two bits. And then that was number five. Correct. Well done, Mazda Great. Experiment Project Number Five. Well done. I'll give you. I'll give you one for that. Well done. Mm. Well done. Production now. Rowan is annihilating, dude. He's beating you at your own Rowan. game. Rowan's gonna win tonight. <laughs> Well, I'm just adding it up. Yeah, you can't lose. <laughs> Put it that way. Not possible to lose. Mazda Experimental Program. Project. Mazda Experiment Project Number Five. Bonus question: What does Miata stand for? What does the word Miata mean? Tiny. Incorrect. Hmm. David. David. It's not Italian for uh, Japanese for spider, is it? Incorrect. No boot space. Something to do with horses. So what? What was that? I don't know. Something to do with horse or something. I remember the thing was horse and rider or something. Oh was that no, thing? that was um, Tim in Bayashi or yeah, no, uh, in in Bayatu or something. So, something I, like I, that, I, which means yeah. one horse, one rider, or you yeah, know, car and man or one or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Rizzy Ross, any idea? Miata. It, it was never called Miata. Yeah, you know, in in our market, it was only ever a oh America MS, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. It means reward. Bonus, bonus question. In what language is that word from? David. David. Japanese. Incorrect. (sighs) David. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Spanish? Incorrect. That was the next one I was going for. Rowan and Riz, it's from a country we have mentioned in the quiz already. Oh. Uh, God, we've mentioned lots of countries. Yeah. I can think it was German. Korea. Uh, so it was German. Yep, it's a German word. There you go. German word. German word. Wow. Yeah, Miata. Yes. So why do, they, why do they call it the Mesa Miata? That is a question I don't know the answer to. And I just looked up. Question, uh, interesting facts about the yeah. MX5, and uh, that is what came up. Of it, though, I didn't think it was ever officially called a Miata. That was it's officially called the Miata in in um in America. America. Yeah, it's Batch yeah. Miata. Yeah, yeah. So the Mazda Reward, in other words. Oh. Question nine: Why does the Hyundai Kona get named differently in the Portuguese market? You, uh, David. David. Probably be because the word Kona in Portuguese is probably rude. Yes, it is rude. I will. Point five. Does that drag me up to point one? Five, correct. <laughs> <laughs> point five. Correct. Screaming. Hmm. Who knows what it actually means? No. You guys all out? It is a vulgar expression for female genitalia. Uh, 
In Portuguese. In Portuguese, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, right. Uh, but, uh, sorry, question 10. What other car had to change its name due to its name? David. Oh, David. Mitsubishi Pajero? Oh, he didn't let me finish the question, but that that, that did have its that did have its name changed. What car what other car had to change its name due to its name also meaning a bad term for for genitalia? <laughs> Don't know. Don't know. Geez, I've I've really stumped you guys. Rowan's killed it tonight, by the way. Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah, okay. uh, and just just take a punt, you might get it. Give it a go. It's a car that we all like, put it that way. Oh. Well, I'm assuming Rowan would like it because we like it. So it's <laughs> probably a fair assumption. Yeah, it, it's not a Volkswagen. That's a great assumption. <laughs> <laughs> no, put us out of our misery. The Honda Jazz slash Fit. There you go. Oh. oh. There you go. Really? Yep. I, I I was like surely not. And I I did a lot of research and I'm like, yep, there that is the that is. So what was that? What's rude about the jazz or the fit? I will tell you. It means so. The Honda Fit is a cool little minivan, or at least in China, uh, Japan, and America, it is called the Jazz. But did you know that none of these names were originally planned? Honda actually wanted to call it the Fitter, but then, however, they changed the name pretty quickly when they found out that it was a very rude expression for female uh, genitalia in Scandinavian languages. So oh. they, there you go. There you go. The more hey, man, you... Just before we follow up, you've just got to check your Zeta thing there about the Buick in China. Ooh, Ooh. okay. Oh, All right. Not only does he win the quiz, yeah. but now he... <laughs> another half point for Ryan. Zeta platform? It was, it was, I can't remember the name of it, but I'm sure there was a Buick in China that was a statesman or something-based car. All right, let's have a look. So it says, so I'm looking at the, the models it covered. VE Commodore, uh, the Bitter Vero Sport, which was which was a Commodore, HSV series, Vauxhall VXR8s, which all the same car, uh, WM Caprice and Statesman. Sure, the, there's a Buick. I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure you're right. You're right. The, the Buick Park Avenue. Park Avenue. There, there you go. That is the one. Yeah, and it was Another half me. point, please. Half point. You can have the half point. Well done. <laughs> so, uh, score check, gentlemen. Riz, not to score. Edward, one. David, one. Rowan, one, two, three, four, five, six. Rowan, eight. Well done. Gentlemen, he is coming out of the woodwork and has annihilated you guys. You should be all hanging your heads in shame, shame, shame. I feel a bit like Darren Hinch saying shame, shame, shame. Shame, shame, shame. Well done, Rowan. That, that is that is that is good. Nice, nice to visit. It's a nice end to a Tuesday. It is a great end to a Tuesday. Rowan, uh, Mr. Bunting was saying before, like when you when you ducked out about your uh, your Nimbus. Yeah, uh, Cordia Turbo Powered Nimbus. Yep. Uh, when are we going to see this car on the road, my friend? Oh, probably never. She's a little bit beyond, I think, roads again. <laughs> she should really go to the tip, but I've got a bit of sentimental attachment to it. So she's got a bit of rust and the motor's a bit smoky and needs needs a bit of a reboot. Well, but there are people that would do it. There are people absolutely. that would love to do it. Yeah, I'd love to do it. Okay. It needs to be twin cam next, like a proper Evo motor. 
Yeah. Oh, Evo Nimbus. How cool would that be? It's been done. It's been done. And <laughs> Not it's, surprising. And it's would and they are ridiculous. So I what are those um RVRs, were they? They yeah. were yeah, yeah, they were a um there was one of those down at Centre Road Records not that long ago, an RVR. Mm. In different stages of being pulled apart. But yeah, they were like a three door nimbus, weren't they? And they had the stonking Evo engine and stuff. They were very cool. I did like those. Gentlemen, I think that's a podcast. Brilliant work. Thanks for having Maddie. Thank you for, for being on the show. Thank you, uh, Rowan, for coming in. Uh, Bradbury, not, not here for the... for the, uh, the Takes all the accolades. Yeah, well, well, gentlemen, you know, you guys have had it easy this whole this whole time. And then, and then, then Rowan, Rowan just you know, struts in. Takes, takes his seat, dominate. It's all about Rowan. That's what it's all about. Hey, everybody loves Rowan. <laughs> Detra. Um, uh, correct me for my mistake about the Buick uh, Park Avenue, and uh, and we'll now go and take his leave. <laughs> um, no, but it, it was a good discussion of cars that we haven't seen in a while. Uh, anything that anything you wanted to add in there, Rowan, that you haven't seen in a while? Before you before you end up on before you finish oh, the show, I sort of missed that little bit, didn't I? No, it's all right for tonight. Well, I've got one for you, Nimbus. I haven't seen one on the road in years. One day, one day. Be very cool. Be very cool. Be welcomed into my. We could all go. Yes. Yes. In your car. <laughs> yes. I took my Toronto to Classic Japan. It got a lot of love. Got a lot of love. All right, gentlemen. Well, that, that's a podcast. Uh, like and share our Facebook page. is Car Talk T O R Q U E with Benny Joe. If you missed any of our previous episodes, that will up on uh, wherever you're getting your podcasting apps. And if you get subscriber and review, give us a big thumbs up for those rankings. Uh, check us out. Uh, check out our new and a new, a new merch. We've got some new merch that's just dropped. So our MR two shirts uh, will be live by the time you see you see uh well, sorry you see you hear this episode so jump on there support the show there by grabbing a sh- shirt or grabbing a sticker or support the show by becoming a patron to our patreon go to patreon.com forward slash uh car talk uh, podcast gentlemen rizzy ross give yourself a plug carlo.com.au guys uh, if you want to know what others are paying for cars check us out bunting's uh magnus for sale so buy a buy, buy a magna <laughs> for sale uh... Mirage will soon be for sale. Um, what else have I got? I've got a 95 Arrow if anyone's can. Oh, yes. Uh, Rowan's got a 95 Arrow. I've got a 900 Saab that will soon be for sale. So, you know, it's a bit of shit lying around. <laughs> Ed's yard. Ed's yard. Um, Are you going out tonight to bleed the clutch with what Rowan's there on the 900? No, I don't no. know. Can we? Bleed up. <laughs> can we? All right, maybe we'll do that now. <laughs> nice. That'll be on the road by the weekend. That's I'm lovely. Looking, happy, looking forward to watching TV. <laughs> uh, and Mr. Prince, you're the interior guru, if you need any work done, Mr. Prince is your man. Gentlemen, thank you for the lovely show, Ro- uh, Rowan. Thanks for dominating and, and uh, teaching these guys a thing or two about cars. And I will see you guys next time. Take it easy. See you then. See ya. Bye.